Are we ready to start? Yes. 44. <laughs> 41. <And> three, two. <laughs> Only one that's really stuck with me. The story about the shower and Mr. Longfingers. We were all leaving the park, getting ready to head over towards the nuclear plant when I spotted someone watching us from the tree line. It was the boy. It's on some mountains, France, isn't it? France. France! Welcome, Welcome to, to episode, episode 44 of Ghost Christ. <laughs> that was terrifying. Mm, I'm drinking weed. <laughs> well, oh, my, oh, here she is. Yeah, kombucha, CBD infused passion oh, fruit. Oh, I had some Spotify kombucha. are pushing weed on their employees. Okay, cool. We're going to have to <laughs> No, we can't that cut there. that out. Lovely. No, I'm just saying I found it in a Spotify fridge. But... Is this kind of CBD the stuff that actually gets you off your No, tetas? it's not. It's the stuff that just makes you a bit like it's the it's the legal side. Oh, is it? Yeah. It says CBD 20 milligrams. I say it, I don't really understand, to be honest. It's just it's a bit... It's quite nice. Kombucha, and that's good for your gut. I do like kombucha. I had, yesterday I had a green tea kombucha. Oh, very good. And it was gross, yeah. but it felt nice. Mm. You know, like it's an actor. It's all about gut health, isn't it? Gut it's health. All about your gut. You need to have Tim good Spectre gut health. Tim Spector or what is? We should insert advert here. Listen, if any gut health providers, oh yes, want us to push your 100%. wares, we're behind it. A hundred percent. But we haven't got any of them. Um, no, so don't. how are you? We're in a bit of a mood because it's still we're in a hot. Mood. We're in a fucking. Me and Susie are very ratty. Yeah, we're quite ratty. This could end up in a fist fight. <laughs> a fist fight. Well, I can't reach you. No, I, can't, I can't be arsed. I'm too hot <laughs> to have a fist fight. It'll just be like really aggressive. Fist fight. Slagging off. Do you remember? A All film right, yes, called, slang. <laughs> Do you remember a film called The Skulls? No. Oh, it had Joshua Jackson in it, and it was um, and Paul. Oh, oh R.I.P. Paul, the one who was in Fast and Furious. I thought you were going to say the one that was in S Club Seven. Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker. I was like, wow, what a glow up for Paul from Club 7. Um, Paul Walker, Um, Walker, he was in it. He was beautiful, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Stunning. Did you ever watch that film that he he was in called Joyride? It wasn't called Joyride, but it had, you know, sometimes in America they have different names. So they have for films. Like they'll have one film and then, oh, I'm going to tell you what it was called. People are going to be screaming this because it was such a great fucking horror film. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. It's, it really scared me. What was it called? Fuck's sake. Are you looking that at Paul does. Walker's IMDb? No, I'm looking at... Um, the Skulls was amazing. Though. It was like a thriller. Go on, then you say that one. So it was like... Um, it was set at this, like, campus. <laughs> I wish I could actually... Oh, oh my, like oh, college, college. It was college. And they had there was um, it was like a secret society. Oh, I, yes. It was so up my alley. Oh, I, like, I love I that. love a secret society. Have you read um, Donna Tartt's The Secret History? No. Oh my god, it's one of my favourite books. It's but you sim- got you you audibly got excited then. Oh no, it is a really good book. <laughs> it's all about like yeah, like secrets on campus and like oh, it's just fucking great. Um, oh god, I'm so hot. It's too fucking. I can't. Tim find. has sent us 
a link. It's called Joyride. Roadkill. That was what it was called, Roadkill. Oh, but they called it Joyride. They called it Joyride, we called it Roadkill. Ah, it is fucking him. great. It's basically like three mates, again, just finished college. Mm. They go off on a little road trip. There's a there's Paul Walker and then there's another guy and then there's a girl in there. She's incredibly annoying. She's called something something Bajeski. And you would know her if Bajeski. you saw her. She was in she was in all the films of the noughties. She was in Never Been Kissed. Like Jessica Alba or something. She was yeah, she was one of but she was so Jojo Jajetsky. Lili Sobieski. There we go. Lili, yeah. Lili. She is one oh, of I the most... Oh, I remember her. Of course you do. Of oh course my gosh, she, she was, was the in everything. Girl. But like... Yeah, she was a bit annoying. She was, there was something, I think I it was know. a voice. She sounded always mm. like she had a bit of biscuit at the back of her mouth. She looks a bit like Helen Hunt. She does, you're right. Yeah, there's a bit of... Hunt about her. A bit of a hunt. Hunt. <laughs> She's a right hunt. I um <laughs> No, but that film was meant then they get chased by a man on one of those C B radios. Like it's so creepy. What's a C B radio. You know when um so like before mobile phones, really just before or that, they might still have them, but truck drivers used to use them to kind of like communicate with each other on the roads right. and kind of if anything was going on or if anyone needed help or anything like that, they did kind of talk through the radio. And they start taking the piss out of one of the this guy called whose handle is Rusty Nail, and they start and what she called they call they they pretend to be women they mess around dicking around, and um, then like the guy actually gets really mad and like starts hunting them down on the roads and in the motel. Oh, I it's love great. that. I love a hunt kind it's of movie so like Jewel. Creepy because you don't see him for so much of the film. You just hear mm. and you. It's just... You should never reveal the monster or the killer. Never reveal! Until right at the end, maybe, but it's got to be worth it. That's what really ruined it for me in Jeepers Creepers. And Creep. Oh, yeah, that was awful in the end. A shame. It's such a shame. I think we should make a film. (laughs) Set it in the London Underground at Kennington. And I think we could make a really good movie. Why have we not done this? I don't know. It's going to be the new Patreons here, the fund. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Our massive (laughs) Hollywood blockbuster. But we are going to need £100 off every single one of you per month. Yeah, and the (laughs) premiere will be like Stratomodian or something. (laughs) Like 50 people there like... The Um, Stoke-on-Trent Fenton view. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're like, oh, wow, we did a blockbuster. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Nowhere else will let us air this. Um, Also, do you know what I'm getting into? this This is a bit mental. No, go on. Um, although I hate it when people say this is mental because it never is. This, this is I, mental. Hannah, I'm so mental. Yeah, to be fair, I did just meet you at Starbucks and you went, I won't have a coffee because I will be. Yeah, I'll be mental. Mental. Instead, I'm going to have my CBD. Yeah. Um, on, so I'm going. really getting into, on the television, SAS, Who Dares Wins. Oh my God, who knew? By the way, if anyone's watched it, why didn't you let me know it was great? I am obsessed. Foxy, oh, he's fit. And Aunt Middleton's such a knob. And oh, is it? I is it? it is it, it gossipy? It. Is it like? Is it rude? Is it like? Is everyone a bit shitty to each other? Mm, no. What do you mean? No, it's just a bunch of blokes going through army training. Oh no, I would rather. Oh, it's I would great. rather be sick in my own hands oh, my and God, shampoo my so hair with great. it. Than watch that. That I like... don't know why. I'm just really into it, and I can't stop watching. And I'm just—it's all these young lads like being like being put through absolute hell, like on assault courses and jumping off bridges, and you have to like like lean backwards off a shipping container into a river. No, oh, I don't care. It really. Although, I am a little bit, I'm a little bit sensitive to men doing things at the minute because I went to a gig last night, just to to be supportive. Yeah. I went to a gig, and I'll I'll tell you what it is afterwards, I won't say it now, but we went to a gig, and um, 
Adam was kind of judging it. Yeah. And it was just the most... Male heavy dick swinging. Ah, uh, I, I was like, this, mm, this, is, this is outrageous. And I said to Adam, I was like, how many times did you, did you think you needed to say, yeah, man, I mean... I was like, you've never said, yeah, man, until you got in. You literally walked oh, in there. changed him. And he went, I was like, since when the fuck have you been? Like, yeah, like yeah, an American like bro. surfer. Hey, bro. What are you doing? Yeah, I was like, yeah, this man. is awful. And then also, I came outside when I was having a cigarette and the people talking about, like, the... I know people, this is people who just start comedy. It's it's very, very helpful sometimes to get stage time, whatever. But they were outside and just the, the deep chat about jokes oh, and comedy fuck and off. how it all works i'm like i i have to rip your I head from betwixt your butt cheeks betwixt <laughs> yeah it's it's betwixt. lodged write that down lo, lo, betwixt lo, 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 lo. is gonna be the name of the episode betwixt, betwixt. it's um <laughs> like bewitched but like, betwixt yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i was gonna say if you want to be mad that was a spice girl <laughs> i i hated it so much that yeah. i went home and i was almost a bit like, I was grotesque. kind of at Adam, like, what are you doing? What What is yeah. this? About? And he wasn't like, Adam's very nice in those situations. He always gives nice feedback. He's never mean. Mm. But it just does change people. And it's just so fucking weird. No, it's I so know. And I, I think I know where you're on about. Yeah. I saw your, your Insta. Um, that is a breeding ground it's for that kind of wank. Like, and I just, yeah, I don't have time for it. And there is a time and a place to be like... Okay, I need to find a new way of writing jokes or writing and talk about it a bit. Yeah. But there is a way and there's like... Just do it on your fucking own. Oh, just... Just talk to yourself about it. Yeah, like, it's not that deep. Get into the sea and... It's so yeah. frustrating to me. And I, I was just like, do you know what? This is, this is exactly what we should not be doing. And also, if they took it that seriously and put all that work in and then they get on stage and they're like, my dick's big. And you're like, cool, okay, okay well, that's an I mean, there were some take. great comics on it, wasn't there? You know, it was, it, it was just, there was, there was a vibe mm, that mm, I was like, mm. this is giving me. Yeah, I need to cleanse atmosphere. my chakra. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I've never, I didn't even know I had a chakra just, yeah, until Yeah, you've got now. to cleanse that but shit right off. It. You need to sage that place. Oh, it was fucking, Burn it I, down. Like, I can't wait to tell Burn it down. Anyway. Shall I pick a tarot and yes. crack on with the episode? Okay, I think it's my tarot. So I'm Go going for to do it. it. And I shuffled them especially, so yeah. Oh, That's almost an OCD arc. You've done that so perfectly. Nice. Really think about it, Susie. Come on. Come on. Why? What was it that called to you about that one? I, I, I saw it peeping like Lynn. It was oh. peeping out at me and I just knew... Get your book at the ready. This is <gasps> okay. This doesn't look great. Okay. Um, there's a guy who looks like that bloke Ollie from Made in Chelsea, but he's facing away from the camera and he's got three spilt cups next to his feet. I met him the other day. Did you? Ollie from Made in look, Chelsea. It, it, like uh, cloaked and turning away from the barrel <laughs> Why of the does camera. He look like Ollie from Made in Chelsea. I don't know. I think I just saw him on Instagram. Um, so, story. what do you think the name of this card is? I think it's Five of Cups. Two are upright, oh, okay. three are smashed over. That looks like someone who's been on the piss. I've got it. Five. It do, yeah, it's not. Ugh, go on. Well, the, no, hang on, because this is for the episode. No, it's not good actually. If it is to do with the I, episode, I could tell it good. wasn't good. <clears throat> but go on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this is actually the worst. Both ratty? No, this is actually the worst uh, possible card you could have pulled. If it's in relation, if it's in relation to your life, it's good. If it's in relation to the episodes, oh, lol. it's okay. not good. Go on. Um, the five symbolizes disappointment and regret with an unexpected outcome. Oh. It indicates the need to move on. So this is our last episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on this journey with us, everybody. Um, okay. So do you know what I mean? If it, if it's about the podcast, it's ending. <laughs> if it's your life, you're you're you're, you're blossoming. Okay. Oh, I see. So it's you about see? like new beginnings. About, yeah. Move on. We, get get yeah. rid of that disappointment and regret. Of course. You've had a situation where you've disappointed. <laughs> yeah. You regret yeah. a lot of things, and now you need to move on. I see. But so it, maybe, again, do you know what? I always think that when we take it in turns to mm. pick, it's a bit of half half. Mm-hmm. It's like a bit of a like yeah. crudite of your life, as well as a little tapasy. Well, I think this has already been pod. a great episode, so I'm not worried. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not and worried also, about it's pod. about, do you know what? We were both in ratty moods, and now it's saying, move, move on. on. Don't be ratty. Don't be, we're adults. Yeah. We're adult women who needs to cleanse our. We weren't ratty with each other. We were no. just ratty. <laughs> I love saying ratty. Ratty's a great. Ratty. But it's so, it's the perfect thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love that. Um, Do you want would a story? You, would you like a, uh, yeah, I was going to say, would you like to give me a story? I would really like. Yeah. Uh, I can tell, listen, I could tell. I'm very excited I'm, about this I'm one. just going to lean back with oh, my CBD. listen to me. Listen, just Digging. relax. Oh, I can't wait. Jump in whenever you want Thank to. Thank you. Because I'll be honest, I've read most of it, mm. skimmed some. Um, so this is going to go, <laughs> this it. is going to go in a really weird, this is going to get, yeah, this is going to take us everywhere, but I'm very excited. Okay. <clears throat> This story is called Mr. Longfingers. Oh my God. I'm already <laughs> really excited. I can see them. I'm so excited. Yes. Ooh. Yes. I have not got long fingers. You do? No, I've got long finger nails. My, my fingers are nipples. Okay. I was 10 years old when grandma came to live with us. It was about six months after Grandad passed away, and I guess, looking back, she must have been lonely in that big house of theirs, rattling around with only the grief and memories for company. Fucking hell. So despite a few protests from Mum... <laughs> well harsh. Yeah, that is harsh. My parents took her in. <clears throat> there were no protests from me, none at all. Grandma was loud and fun. I loved her. She had an almost limitless supply of boiled sweets, and she'd always slip me a couple whenever she saw me. She was always the first to stick up for me whenever I got into trouble too. But it was her stories I loved best. Grandma had all kinds of stories. Stories about growing up during World War II and stories, I nearly said, growing up in the, in the WI and stories about... Hey, you can grow up in the Women's Institute. I'm sure you can do in a few waifs and strays in the 2023. Um, and stories about the things she'd get up to with her friends on the South Coast. After her family... Oh, sorry. After... Uh, Grandma had all kinds of stories, stories about growing up during World War II and stories about the things she'd get up to with her friends on the South Coast after her family had been evacuated. Sad stories, funny stories, adventure stories. But it was her scary stories that were my favourite. <laughs> Grandma had lots of scary stories. She told me she dabbled in the occult when she was a teenager. Oh, that's not, so I mean, that's not like, that's not just like dabbled. In it. That's quite a big thing if you take it seriously, isn't it? I love that for grandma. Oh, me too. Trying out Ouija boards with her friends. Ah, Ah, lovely. Tarot cards, fortune telling, all that stuff. Mm. Most of the stories I'd laugh off or forget about not long after she was done telling them. But there were a couple that really did spook me a bit. I was only 10 at the time, you have to understand, and grandma certainly knew how to bring the stories to life. Mm. 
She'd shut off the lights in my room so only the glow of the night sky shone through the curtains and she'd shuffle in really close. Close enough so I could see the wrinkles on her face and smell the boiled sweets on her breath. Close enough so her deep blue eyes could stare straight into mine. Granny sounds creepy. She sounds like a proper showgirl. Like she knows oh, she how knows. to terrify the shit out of I kids. I love And her. I respect that. That's what I want. Yeah, it's so good. For the young people yeah. in my life. Oh, I found out, I found this is really off track, but I found out a really cute word for like nieces and nephews. Nibblings. Mm. Oh, I think that's so good. My nibblings. No, that, that oh, sounds like that. Um, crumbs that you eat it's off like a plate. I eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my nibblings. I have eaten Freddie, but I've left a few nibblings. Um, no, I thought it was really cute. Anyway, uh, so her blue eyes could stare straight into mine. She must have given me nightmares with a few of those tales, but now, years later, there's only one that I can still remember. Only one that's really stuck with me. The story about the shower and Mr. Longfingers. Grandma told me about Mr. Longfingers one night after I asked about her baths. Grandma used to love her baths. She'd spend ages... We're back at baths again. Very mm. sexy again, isn't it? Grandma's bath. You love a bath. I love a bath. You, d- I thought you did. Mm. I say I do, but I think I lied. <laughs> okay, that sounds like something for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in, like, I like the idea of them, but in practice, I'll just go for the shower because it's easier. Really? I, no, I, my parents have got a big, uh, like... Tub. Yeah, like in the middle of the room, freestanding, which is better because your legs are at one end. You had to, there's enough room. Yeah, you can't in those little like bath shower things. It's no fun, but in a really big tub, bottle of red, red wine. No, I know you have to do it right. I know what you mean, you have but to. I think in my head I want it to be so perfectly like the wine, a few Maltesers, yeah. get the candles going, yeah. and scary it's just, podcast, it's effort, isn't it? Or audiobook. So in the end, I'm just like, I'll oh, shower yourself. But actually, now that we are oh, fucking hope coming into autumn and winter yes i'm getting into my bath era big red wine yeah big red wine oh carry i'm so on, excited on, yeah, yeah, bath era. Oh, okay okay <sighs> okay she'd spend ages in the baths light candles and incense and lie in the tub humming to herself until the water turned cold it drove my mum crazy but when i asked her why she loved them so much she said it was the only place she could relax it was the only place that was safe for her to relax you know, people like me. No, no. How? <laughs> you know, the people, you know, people like, like me, me. Who are, well, more <laughs> sensitive to certain things. We have to have baths. She told me seriously one night, shuffling closer on the bed. I couldn't possibly spend that long in the shower. I don't know if she's the queen. It's far too risky. Grandma stared at me with those blue eyes of hers, unsmiling, and I knew it was time for one of her stories. One of the scary ones. I shivered with pleasure and pulled the covers up to my chin. Why is it, whiz- ri- why is it risky, Grandma? <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. We've got the Queen and Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I can't. Okay. Where are we in the world? Okay, no, I'm going to make it. No, I'm going to make it creepy. Why is it risky, Grandma? She half turned to look out the window, watching me from the corner of her eye. Pausing for effect, I waited, feeling my heart rate pick up ever so slightly in my chest. Well, she said after a moment, it's only risky if you close your eyes, of course. If you close your eyes for longer than ten seconds. What do you mean? Why? Well, do you ever play that game in the playground with your friends? The one where someone turns their back and the others sneak up on them when they're not looking? I nodded and Grandma nodded back. Exactly. So that's what it's like in the shower, when you have your eyes closed. That's what it's like with Mr Longfingers. 
At the end. No. <laughs> I love it. Um, a cold itch tickled back. Who's Mr. Longfingers, Grandma? She let out a deep breath as if she wished she hadn't said anything, turned her head back to face mine, and when she next spoke, she lowered her voice. No one knows exactly, Grandma whispered. Some think it's a creature that's attracted to the heat and smell we give off in there. Others think it's a demon that finds a way into our realm through the dense steam clouds. No one can say for sure, because the only ones who have actually seen Mr. Longfingers aren't ever going to be able to tell you. It's too late. I pulled in a breath. Why not? Grandma shuffled closer along the bed and leaned towards me, leaving my question hanging in the air. Don't you worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry your pretty head. As long as you remember the rules, you'll be fine. What rules? Well, when you're in the shower, you try not to close your eyes for too long. Five seconds is fine, and ten seconds is just about okay too. But any longer than that. Yeah? Then what? Well, any longer than that, and you may just start to feel something in the room with you. Something watching. And if you ever go longer than 15 seconds, that's when you might start to hear a noise too. Hear what? The soft... of fingers on glass. Fingers drumming against the glass door of the shower. If you do ever hear that noise, God forbid. Will you make me a promise? What, Grandma? Promise me you'll never open your eyes. I barely slept at all that night, hardly at all. I'd close my eyes and try to relax, but every time I did, I'd imagine a face pressed against my bedroom window, staring in at me. I've got goosebumps, I'm yeah, scaring no, myself. I'm so scared, I'm scared. <laughs> and when I did finally get to sleep, I had nightmares. Bad ones. I had them all week, in fact. Dreams about disembodied eyes watching me in the dark and long fingers reaching out to touch my exposed skin. It wasn't any better when I was awake, either. Not really. The shower was the worst. That's when Grandma's story really got to me. I'd never thought about it before, but suddenly I had trouble shutting my eyes in there. I'd be standing beneath the beating water, shampoo running down my face, and as soon as I squinted my eyelids, I'd hear Grandma's words running through my head. Five seconds is fine, ten is just about okay, but any longer than that. I'd rub my hair fast, feeling the shampoo dripping off my chin, and as soon as I counted past five seconds, I'd feel it. A sort of pressure. Not a feeling of being watched exactly, but something really close to that. I'd run my fingers faster and faster through my hair, frantically trying to get the suds out, and the ready blackness behind my closed eyes, coupled with the rush of water in my ears, would feel like a held breath, like the silence before a scream. The seconds would race through my mind, and I'd be so desperate to open my eyes again that I'd sometimes do it before my hair was rinsed clean. My hair was fully. Oh my god. I'd do it before my hair was rinsed fully clean, and my eyes would sting with shampoo. Just before I shut them again, I'd always be sure to peer out through the steamed glass door of the shower cubicle, just to make sure I was still alone. It wasn't long before Mum realised something was up. She heard me crying out in my sleep one night and came in to comfort me. She asked me what the matter was and it all came out. I told her about Grandma's story and about Mr Longfingers. She got this look on her face when I was telling her like she used to get with me when I'd made her really mad. This wide-eyed, angry look. Only this time she wasn't angry with me, she was angry with Grandma. My parents' room was next to mine and sometimes if I pressed my ear against the wall, the wall I could hear them talking in there. Soft whispers. That night, though, 
After Mum was satisfied I wasn't scared anymore, she'd gone back to her room. The whispers weren't soft at all. Oh, no. I heard Mum hissing to Dad about Grandma, about the story she'd told me. Mum's voice floated through the walls, sharp and crisp. You know what your fucking mother said to him now, don't you, Simon? Oh, it's not, it's uh, the mother-in-law. <clears throat> that's made so much more sense oh, now. Of course. I was like, that's a bit... I she like doesn't it. want her mum-in-law to oh, stay. Oh, she doesn't want her yeah, mum, yes. Very exactly, vibe. exactly. Okay. Um, I, yeah, want, I think I'd want my mother-in-law to tell my kids spooky stories, actually. I'd be like, shut the fuck up or Mr. Longfingers is coming. Yeah, I, well, yeah, but then you have to be the one to be like, oh, they're screaming blood murder again yeah, I'm going to have to true. wake up at three in the morning and be like it's okay darling that's and they wet true. the bed and they're, and they're a bit traumatised you'd be like do you know what it's not worth it just, grandma no, leave I'd, yeah just grandma just get out grandma yeah, yeah. take us long girl. fingers with you gotta leave grandma <laughs> <clears throat> bye bitch <laughs> <laughs> bye bitch oh god hilarious sorry, sorry. back in back in. Um, dad's response was an unintelligible mutter She's told him there's a monster that'll get him if he shuts his eyes in the shower. A monster. The poor kid's been having nightmares about it all week. Seriously, Simon, you better say something to her tomorrow morning. First thing, or I will. Yes, Simon. Grandma came to visit me in my room the following night. That time, as she perched on the end of my bed, there were no stories. Nothing like that. Grandma just sat there and stared down at me, her blue eyes wide and sad. The light from the moon outside my window lit up her wrinkled face. You know I'd never let anything bad happen to you, don't you? She said after a moment. I nodded my head. I know, Grandma. You know I wouldn't let you come to any harm. I nodded again. Okay, good. That's good. She looked away from me for a moment out the window. You know, the things I tell you in the evening are meant to help you, sweetheart. They're meant to soften you up a bit, protect you. But maybe your mum's right. Maybe I went too far this time. She looked down at me and smiled. But even then, even though I was only ten years old, I could tell it didn't quite reach her eyes. I tell you what, Grandma said. Do you know what I'm going to do about Mr Longfingers in the shower? Well, I'm going to make sure you're safe. I'll scare the bastard off. How about that? It won't come back in a hurry if it has to face me. Go on, Grandma. I stared up at Grandma, watching her face glow in the moonlight, watching her smile down at me. I nodded my head once. I was the one who found her. What? Grandma's fucking dead, isn't she? What? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when exactly it happened, but I'd guess it was about a week after we had that talk in my room. A week after she told me she wouldn't let me come to any harm. I woke early that morning from a bad dream to a heavy thumping sound. I sat bolt upright in bed. My room was quiet around me and I couldn't hear anything from the wall that joined my parents' room either. But the house wasn't entirely silent. Floating down the hall, muffled by my closed door, I could hear the sound of rushing water. The noise of the shower. I leapt out of bed and ran down the upstairs hallway, heart already pounding in my chest. As soon as I reached the closed bathroom door, I started to bang on it. A deep terror was welling up inside me like cold water from a well, something I couldn't place. I kept banging and shouting, Grandma! Grandma! over and over again, even though she didn't respond. Off to my right, I was dimly aware of voices from my parents' room, the sleepy shuffle of footsteps, and before they had a chance to make it out into the landing, I'd lifted my hand to test the door handle. More out of instinct than because I thought it might actually be open. But the door wasn't locked. I kept banging with my free hand and it swung suddenly inwards, bringing me face to face with a wall of steam. Heat struck my skin. I squinted my eyes against the damp fog and peered into the bathroom. And before my dad pushed me to one side, before everything around me descended into shouting and tears and chaos, I saw her. I saw Grandma. She was lying naked on the floor in the shower cubicle, the water beating around her face, blue eyes bulging from her face. One hand was curled around her chest like a dead bird. 
while the other trailed against the glass of the shower cubicle, the flailing finger marks she'd carved through the steam, still clear and fresh. It was a heart attack that killed her. That's what my dad told me. Mm-mm. He said Grandma was old, and the thing had struck her quickly and suddenly. She would have died fast and without pain, Dad said. She wouldn't have suffered. I knew better then. Yeah. Even as a ten-year-old, I knew better. And years later, writing this as an adult, I still know better. I also know my wife and kids resent me for refusing to have a shower in the house, for insisting everyone take baths. They pretend it's okay and they humour me, but I can tell they don't really understand it. Not at all. My wife thinks she does. She thinks I still carry the trauma of seeing my grandmother dying in front of me when I was little. I guess she's right, in a way, but she doesn't know the full truth. Nobody does. And no one would believe me, even if I told them. No one one would believe me if I said the reason I don't take showers, the reason I haven't had one since I was ten years old, isn't because I'm scared of the sight of a dead body. It's because all those years ago, when I crept back into the still hot bathroom after the paramedics had taken Grandma's body downstairs, I made sure to check the marks her fingers had carved through the steamed glass of the shower cubicle. And those marks went just on the inside. Oh my god! Uh, I knew it. I knew those were going to be on the outside. How? For, and not Missed. not once have we seen the fucking monster. No, that is for your imaginations yes. only. I see him as like salad fingers. Yeah, yeah, just really long yes. kind of Voldemorty rusty spoon. Uh, yeah, fuck it. I hated salad fingers. Everyone was like, yeah, it's fucking so it's cool. So and I was funny. like, it's not. Oh, it's not I hated funny. it. It was too weird. Too weird. Yeah. Come on. Those little fucking finger puppets. That was a great story. Thank you, Susie. Absolutely nailed it. I it. love Thank that. You. Oh, Thank poor you. grandma. I know. It's quite sad, actually. It's really it? sad. Mr. Longfingers. Oh, God, that was good. Okay. Um, Have you got a story for me? I do, yeah. Uh, would you like oh, which one? I'm going to go for Chernobyl. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Love me a bit of Chernobyl. <laughs> I love a bit of Chernobyl. This just chairs too. <laughs> You're about to I fall backwards sit, like the SAS lot. How do, oh, oh, How do I stop myself from? I want to lean back in my chair, but I don't want to... You've just gone down, haven't you? Yeah. You look shorter. I don't know how to... There's lots of knobs on this chair. <laughs> I'm going to have to just... Sit. There we go. There we go. Oh, there we go. That. That's I'm... absolutely Gorgina. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. There's something growing under Chernobyl. Did you know that you can take a tour of Chernobyl right now? Yeah. If you plan it... <laughs> I'd really like to That go. was a rhetorical question. I'm sorry. <laughs> But you're actually... That's yeah, part of the story. You're like, yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah you're the I would love to go to Chernobyl. Oh, God, are you like a dark tourist? I'd l- yeah. Really? I'd get, wouldn't You'd you? You'd go and visit like the Rose West house and stuff. You're telling me you wouldn't go and visit the Rose... I think that's been knocked down there now. It has, but you can go obviously visit. I think I would go, yeah. Yeah, you, you're a dark tourist. I'm a t- aren't you? Mm, no. Do I don't mean? think I don't think I would want to go there. I'd be worried there was some radiation. Mm. I don't want red, yeah. Shun. But in fact, you can go. And I do apologise for interrupting. <laughs> but you can go. Okay. Did you know that you can take a tour of Chernobyl right now? If you plan ahead, it will cost you about $100. You'll be able to walk through the site of one of the worst nuclear meltdowns in human history. Your tour guide will take you through the exclusion zone, right up to the plant that still contains the ruins of the reactors that went up like radioactive fireworks back in the 1980s. 
As you stand in the shadow of the crumbling smokestacks, your guide will promise you everything about the tour is safe. That Chernobyl is completely, perfectly mm. safe. That's a lie. Yeah. Depending on how much the guide knows, it might be a deliberate lie or a lie of omission. But the thing you need to remember always is that Chernobyl is not safe, pacified or even sleeping. Chernobyl is alive and it's becoming more dangerous by the day. I found out what's growing under the abandoned plant when I snuck away from my tour group a week ago. Okay, and if there's somewhere you're going to sneak away from, it's not Chernobyl. Mm. Yeah, that does. It, it seems... oh, what's this really bright orange thing? <laughs> <laughs> orange thing? Are you? I'm imagining a little, imagine. like a like a button. Like go. <laughs> I just imagine something being like completely and utterly radio, like just oh, like, like glowing, orange. glowing orange. Oh, yeah. like goop. Yes. I thought you meant the. No. Okay. Press and dead. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd get a bit button happy if it yeah. says don't press. No, you like... won't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to worry about those hot nights now, do we? <laughs> yeah, depending on how ratty I feel, I would 100%. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm fucking sick of this. We're all and gone. And dead. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I never intended to go off the path when I first signed up for the Chernobyl tour. I was excited to see the hollowed out buildings, the scorched concrete where all of the graphite rained down that night of April of 86. Maybe I could even find a little irradiated rock or pine cone or something to take home as a souvenir. Are you fucking kidding me? Whoever this is is a moron. I completely agree. Both the official website and my tour guide assured our group that we were safe from any fallout. While the area around the nuclear plant still crackled with radiation in places, it was generally low enough above the ground that risks were minimal if exposure was limited to a few hours. Again, quoting the tour guide there. She did seem trustworthy, though, as well as shockingly beautiful. Ah, oh, right, so you want a banger. Oh, God, why do I, you I are, always you pick it. narrators who can just get in the bin? Mind you, if you think about the Patreon one that I do, the Patreon. Oh yeah, that true. I do, yeah, between us, is. we've got some fucking we've got shocking some men. Proper nogheads, yeah. Uh, as well as shockingly beautiful, yeah, fuck off. blonde and short with heavily accented English, and massive tits. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he means. Knockers for days. <laughs> knockers for days. <laughs> I wish that could be the episode. <laughs> blonde, short, and knockers for days. That's me. <laughs> When your chair went down, yeah. shit. Is now look, my knock of the days are long, just resting short on the... for days, and her name was Hannah Bichkovsky. Oh, I love it. And Bichkovsky, a bit, you know, Chernobyl name. Yeah, well, if that turned out to say my name, I'd be like, Joe, he doesn't sound that bad after all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll take him in. Seriously, right. Um, blonde and short with heavily accented English, Alina already had most of us charmed when she picked us up from Kiev, along with our bus. There were seven of us, including Alina and the driver. All five of us tourists were American. <laughs> no fucking surprise there. Uh -huh. Elena, you're shockingly beautiful, and I want to. I'm glad to get my head between those knockers. <laughs> and I just want to find me some pine cone, which be glowing green. Take back to my family. If you come home with me, we can get you a nice part time job at Hooters. <laughs> Alina. Oh my That's God. Sad. If I shoot at the radioactive gloop, it won't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken nuggets ah. aren't bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Oh, so we've me. got we've got the gist of our narrator. Very funny. Okay. <laughs> it's just a hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's who he is now. Oh. If he speaks in this, we know how he sounds. Yes. Uh, Alina gave us the basic history of Chernobyl and the nearby ghost town of Pripyat as our bus thumped along the road towards the exclusion zone. That sounds scary, yes? Alina asked, one blue eye winking like a wave against a beach. What? <laughs> She's been in a Chernobyl. A winking wave, She's been exposed yeah. to Chernobyl ah! too much. <laughs> like, oh, like that. It reminds me of that guy in uh, Men in Black, the alien one. I think the reason I've thought of that is because I listened to a podcast the other day where someone mentioned it. And I can't get him out of my head. He's just, that is Chernobyly, isn't it? Yeah, very Chern- Chernobyly. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, that you're, was like you at the fucking East oh, Drive. Oh, my fucking eye. Oh, my. That yeah, was Chernobyly. Just, yeah, very Chernobyly esque. Chernobyly. Okay. Uh, that sounds scary, yes? Alina asked, one blue eye winking like a wave against the beach. Do not be overly concerned by the term exclusion zone. We do not exclude, it's only a name. In fact, there are nearly 200 residents living in the 2,600 square kilometres surrounding Chernobyl. The bus ride, though bumpy, was soothing. Between the hum of the old engine and Alina's history lesson, I found my eyes starting to droop. I was nearly asleep when I saw the boy standing at the side of the road. Oh, I don't like that. Something about him gave me a little jolt, made me sit up. The boy was shirtless, skinny and maybe 13. He was staring at the bus as we drove by, eyes wide and green. Startlingly green. I was just going to say, oh, green! And then remembered that's an appropriate yeah. eye colour term. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Brown hair! <laughs> What planet is he from? <laughs> he had feet. <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles. <laughs> Imagine <he's> looking like... <laughs> We should never write a horror film. I take it back. Our blockbuster's fucked. Uh, we'd write people as normal people. Be like that was demolished. Oh, His face was narrow and expressionless. It was like someone had put a mannequin in a field and scribbled over its eyes with an emerald sharpie. Oh. But the boy wasn't a doll. His head tracked us as we passed. As he faded in the rear view, the child raised a hand stiffly, mm. like he wanted to wave but couldn't quite remember how. The rest of the bus ride into the exclusion zone was uneventful. After about an hour, Alina switched from history to preparing us for the tour. This included going over her company's safety research, then teaching us the basics of both disaster mitigation and radiation survival skills. Oh, it sounds so boring. She didn't get too in-depth about the actual effects of radiation poisoning, but I'd done my Googling before flying over to Kiev, so I have to admit I was a little terrified when the bus pulled up at a large security gate. Can I just say, I am very impressed with your pronunciation of Kiev. Kiev. Because I've never been... Everyone else either goes, Kiev. Chicken Kiev. Like chicken Kiev. Yeah. Or Kiev. Yeah, Kiev. Very good. Um, Not that I can do it either. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that we were segueing into that. Well, famously, <laughs> no, I don't think Kiev wants anything to do with you. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, they're like, get the fuck out. Get out. Um, no, I'm not Russian, really. I'm not. I'm not. But I think um, I will take that compliment. Yeah, I have pronounced it. It's very well. good. Very nice. Thank you. But now I'm about to do Alina's accent, and that's going to be dog shit. Okay. But here we go. Welcome to Chernobyl. <laughs> that's Borat. So. <laughs> no I, I, I've just been humbled. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Chernobyl, <laughs> Alina chirped. <laughs> we didn't actually start with a nuclear plant. 
We didn't actually start with a nuclear plant itself when we got off the bus. Up first was a tour of Pripyat, an abandoned town that used to house the workers and families who lived around Chernobyl. Since most folks left in a hurry, walking through Pripyat was beyond eerie. It was as if the entire community was suspended in a moment in time, a limbo where the residents could return at any moment. But the area wasn't perfectly preserved. The wilderness had started to reclaim Pripyat, vines and underbush creeping up and over concrete. Everywhere around the town was forest and frontier and green upon green. Forest and frontier, is that an expression? Uh, maybe because isn't frontier... Everywhere around the town was forest and frontier. And green upon... Oh, who cares? No, it know. certainly didn't look like a land sick with radiation. If anything, the exclusion zone felt vividly alive. That's not a good sign. No. At one point, I was walking at the back of the group, snapping pictures, when I felt my boots sink into the ground. It was like stepping on a pillow covered in spider webs. I glanced down mm. to find myself standing in a puddle of green moss. <laughs> Oh God! Felt like a pillow covered in cobwebs. So I looked down and found I was standing on a pillow covered in cobwebs. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) That's really tickled you, hasn't it? Oh, it really did. (laughs) You could have so much fun on a desert island, couldn't you? I've obviously had too much coffee today. (laughs) Sand. It's like it was the sun. It's she, sun. It's like it's like the video is like it's a strange desert island on your own. But now I'm just trying to I'm just trying to desert island on my own. Fuck me. <laughs> right back in. Um, it was spongy and textured like a honeycomb covered in a downy fibre, almost like fine hair. The colour looked strangely familiar to me though, and I couldn't place it at the time. I wiggled my foot, and my boot pulled free with a pop. There was enough suction to the moss that I stumbled and cursed, not that anyone noticed, as absorbed as they were with Chernobyl and Alina. I continued on, spotting more patches of the moss on the ground, on the sides of the buildings, even dripping down from the overhanging roofs. Other than the moss, what surprised me the most about Pripyat was the graffiti. There wasn't much of it, but occasionally we'd stumble past a wall or a door with swirling marks that bled together into almost recognisable shapes. The paint or ink was whatever was used to draw the symbols. No, the paint or ink was whatever was used to draw the symbols, and it was the same green as the moss. I stopped Alina when we passed one door that I was positive was marked with the shape of a key larger than my hand. Do you get a lot of folks snaking in here to tag the walls? I can't do that. I can't. What should I do? No, I would really like that to continue. Okay. (laughs) Do you get a lot of folks sneaking in here to tag the walls? I asked. Alina looked at me like I'd grown a second head. I do not understand. What is tag? Graffiti. Paint. Like right here on the door. The door. (laughs) No. The door looks clean to me. I do not see any paint. Alina shrugged. Sorry, maybe it's a shadow. Yeah, Alina's like, can you fucking rednecks <laughs> just, just fuck off, back fuck to America, off, please? You're just... ruining our country. Yeah. You're ruining our culture. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, she hates him. Yeah, and I'm not saying that all people from the South of America are rednecks. Oh, hillbilly, or yeah, hillbilly. But some just... mm, not. All They're like, have you ever seen Pete's Dragon? No, Pete's Dragon. Yeah. 
Like no, our Pete. No, Susie's obsessed. Oh, I love Pete. With our, our friend Pete. She's absolutely... He's some of you will have seen him. He's a great comedian. Some of you will Pete have seen Paisley. him. Pete Paisley. She was dressed up as a... As the, as, as, <laughs> oh, he's dressed up as something. I won't say what it is. No. He, uh, he scared people at our live show. Don't give away anything, um, though. I won't. But yeah, Susie's... No, not him. The film called Pete's Dragon. Nope, never heard anyway, of it. Anyway, some hillbillies in that, and I imagine that this is them. Okay. But very fictional, not actually people from the South. <laughs> We've Unless you're homophobic, then you are bad. <laughs> Moving on. Um, sorry, maybe it is a shadow? I dropped it. Maybe it was just a shadow that I saw, or maybe the radiation was getting to me. Safety promises be damned. While all of Pripyat was a little unsettling, the derelict amusement park was downright chilling. Abandoned rides and decaying attractions stood like scavenged corpses in neat rows. The sun was out in full and the weather was fine, but I felt cold as we walked through the park. Here and there, I thought I saw darting movement between the shadows of the rides. Wildlife, I told myself. Through all of this, Alina went on and on about the, in my opinion, overly optimistic future of Chernobyl. The people would come back and the soil would heal and the plant might even begin burning again one day, according to Alina. We were all leaving the park, getting ready to head over towards the nuclear plant when I spotted someone watching us from the tree line. It was the boy from the roadside earlier, I was sure of it. Only something was different about the child. He seemed taller, standing in the shade of a burst of pines and spruce. His limbs were long and thin, his ribs observable even at a distance. Ah, ribs! Mmm, <laughs> ribs. <laughs> um, I thought I could even see his green eyes peeking out from the shadows. That was probably a trick of the early afternoon light. The boy seemed to be waving at me, gesturing me over. I looked around. Alina was distracted by the old couple from Nashville. The man was wearing a cowboy hat and kept pantomiming taking a shot. His wife was waving her arms back towards downtown Pripyat. The other two tourists were sitting in the shade of the decrepit Ferris wheel, its carriages still nearly canary yellow despite the years of ashen weather. I figured I could sneak away from the group easily enough. They probably wouldn't even notice I was gone for 10 or 15 minutes since everybody was taking a break. I'd catch hell from Alina if I disappeared for a while, more than likely, but when was I ever going to get another chance to interact with a Chernobyl local? One of the elusive 200. A picture with a native would be much better souvenir than some radioactive rock that probably wouldn't even glow. This guy's a fucking... He, he reminds me of Rupert from uh, our Patreon story. Mm, yeah, just stunted. Um, I made my move while Alina was flipping through a guidebook, still swarmed by the elderly couple. The boy faded back into the forest before I reached the tree line, but there was a small deer trail I was able to follow. I noticed more moss on the trees I passed, either sticking to trunks or hanging down from branches. The trail led to an open clearing. There was nobody in sight. Hello? <laughs> I shouted. Oh, crap. What's Russian for hello? Uh... <laughs> Hello, Ski? Oh, fuck, Rick. Oh, my God. <laughs> this has gotten... This is confirmed. This has gotten so problematic. <laughs> Hello, Ski? Oh, my God. <laughs> no response. No, I'm not surprised. If anything is, then they're incredibly offended. <laughs> I took a step into the clearing and froze. A deer had emerged from the trees nearby and was staring at me with all six of its eyes. What? Can you explain that to me? Chernobyl. It's fucked. Oh, it's a fucked one. Okay. It's, oh, it's a fucked one. Fuck dear. Oh, you <laughs> fuck dear. <laughs> Do you want a fuck dear? <laughs> 
we do crack each other up. Oh, we will we do are that. Very funny. Oh, Only no. to each um, other. And we've exactly just just, just to each other. There's probably people listening to this now going. We're so sorry. They're like, get on with the story. Yeah. Fine. We hear you. Um, a swirling crown of interwoven antlers rose up from the animal's head or heads. It was almost two heads, but one seemed sunken and half-formed and sprouting from the shared neck like a tumour. Both the buck and I stood still, regarding So hang on, other. have we got Siamese twins, dear? Oh, apparently you can't say that. No, well, I didn't think you could. Tie twins. Not one person has come at us for it, so I must have been wrong. I... Uh, I feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> You shouldn't have said it. I take it back. Uh, 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 conjoined twins. Conjoined. Conjoined deer. It's a conjoined twins. deer. Yeah. Conj- conjoined deer. Conjoined deer. Uh, <laughs> Both the buck and I stood still regarding each other until a roar cracked the silence and set the animal running back into the forest. Something about the sound was nearly human, but far too loud, too primal. A massive shadow was moving between the trees on the other side of the clearing. It was fast, too fast to follow, but clumsy. Whatever it was, the thing was big enough to shake the trees. It bounced off, and it was heading directly after the deer. I decided to head back to the tour group. When I turned around, however, there was something wrong with the trail. Most of it was gone, covered by great covered by bright green moss. I tried my best to navigate the quarter mile or so back to the... Oh, my God, my mouth. I tried my best to navigate the quarter mile or so back to the reactors, but kept getting turned round. The mossy trail led me to another clearing, this one with an overgrown cave in the middle. Everywhere around and above the cave opening was covered in strange emerald fibres. The boy stood in the clearing. At least... I think it was the boy. The figure was taller, limbs long and bent, but the face was identical down to the piercing eyes. That was the moment I realised that the colour of his eye... <laughs> that was the moment that I realised that the colour of his eyes and the colour of the moss was the same eerie green. Oh. The boy or man or whatever was shirtless. I thought he was wearing green pants at first, but when I got closer, I saw that it was moss covering him from navel down to nearly his ankles. That sounds infected. Oh, infected to fuck. He was gesturing for me to follow him into the cave. Absolutely not! <laughs> Strange moss man! <laughs> I'm gonna piss myself! <laughs> Strange mark man! You strange fuck mark man! Uh, that is brilliant. <laughs> I said, turning strange around to leave the clearing. <laughs> there was another roar startlingly close, and I decided to take my chances with the cave and the weirdo. Jesus Christ. has no respect there is no for the social, nuclear natives. There's no social awareness whatsoever. Hello, Ski! Hello, Ski, strange mask man! Hello, Ski! I can't do it. Hello, Ski. No. Hello, Ski. Hello, Ski. Hello. No, bit shit. The roar trailed off into what was unmistakably the sound of a human weeping. Go, go, go! I whispered, scrambling after the man into the narrow opening. It was warm in the cave and brighter than I expected. Everything had a green tint. This is reminding me of the cave in the crocodile story. Yes. It's like suddenly you're like, there's a cult in here. Um, everything had a green tint like sunlight filtered through a bottle. The moss was soft and uncomfortably smooth under my palms. I cursed when something on the ground cut my hand. When my blood hit the plant matter... When my blood hit the plant matter, it began to twitch. I crawled a little faster. The tunnel leading 
deeper into the cave eventually opened into a wide vaulted cavern. It was bright inside the room, a glow coming off the moss that covered every inch of rock around us. Part of me wished it was darker, that way I might not have seen the things buried in the moss. The cavern was full of people. Dozens, maybe hundreds. They were jammed into the moss like living ornaments. Some were even pressed into the ceiling. What the hell? I whispered. Uh, it was a whisper. I got that wrong. <laughs> what the hell? I whispered. <laughs> okay, let me try that again. Very funny. What the hell? I whispered. The man had stopped in front of me. He turned back, face blank, and that's when I realised the second horror of the cavern. The bodies in the moss were all different sizes, but each had the exact same face. The boy from the side of the street, the man from the clearing, they were hundreds and hundreds of copies of the the same thing suspended all around me. The creature pointed to something on the floor of the cave, a green lump sticking above the moss. Feeling like I was trapped in a terrible dream, I walked towards the cluster. The top was open and curled inside the moss, and I saw the skeleton of a child. The original boy, I guessed. The skeleton must be wearing scraps of decayed clothing. He must have been lying in the cave for years, maybe decades. Thick, thorny vines threaded through the boy's ribs and spine and skull. What is that? (laughs) My question was cut off when strong hands wrapped around my throat from behind. Oh, no. The strength was unbelievable, unavoidable. I barely had time to struggle before I blacked out. The last memory I have of the cave is watching the vines begin to stir and slither like a bit of snake as I fell forward. I woke up to the sound of Alina cursing in Russian. I was back at Chernobyl, laying on the concrete in the shadow of a giant silo. The tall group was standing over me, all of their faces somewhere in the spectrum of concerned, confused. All except Alina, who was clearly torn between anger and terror. Why did you wander off? she asked. The forest is dangerous, what were you thinking? I sat up gingerly. There was a sudden flash of pain all along my arms and legs. I looked down and saw that my jeans and shirt were shredded in many places, the skin underneath raw, covered in small cuts. I thought of the vines and the long barbed thorns. How did I get back here? I asked. It's so fucking annoying. (laughs) Alina threw up her hands and shrugged. Then she launched into a tirade about the danger I put myself in and the effect that me being hurt could have had on the tall company and her personally. I wasn't listening after the first few words. I'd seen the man from the clearing standing at the tree line watching my group. Next to him was a new figure, bent over like an old man with deep green eyes and my face. Oh, my God. Mm. What is going on there, then? The Vienski. (laughs) (laughs) He's very... That's a very annoying character. Yeah, you kind of wish unwell on him, don't you? You kind of... So what do you think? Was that souls? Souls of people? (sighs) Yeah, I guess... My guess is that the kid perished in the fallout of the disaster... And now he's... And, and obviously something with the radiation made him turn into a moss man. Right. Okay. Something like that. Could be wrong. Um, could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be uh, really wrong. Would you like another uh, story? Uh, yes, yes, please. Okay. I don't think I do that one. I don't know that one weird. This <laughs> sounds Dutch. I don't think I do that. 
This story is called I Can't Believe What John Got Me Into This Time. I can't even remember the first time I met John. He's always simply been a part of my life, as constant as the oak tree outside my bedroom window in a small main... Oh, fuck's sake. Let me start again. I'm mm. being a fucking idiot. <clears throat> I can't even remember the first time I met John. He's always simply just been a part of my life, as constant as the oak tree outside my bedroom window. In a small main town that was often stifling, John was someone I could always count on to make life more interesting. Maine is the perfect setting for every spooky scare. Maine. Story. Maine. Yeah. Where Stephen Why? King gets all of his... Oh, all, is it? Every Stephen King. I thought King. that was West Virginia was the No, spookiest. it's Maine. Maine. <laughs> I mean, I'd say, there's no... No, like, it's Maine. It. <laughs> but uh, Maine's got like... Maine's like a small Halloween town. Like, Love it's always that. a bit fall. Mm. There's always like leaves on the leaves fall on the ground. There's always like... Yeah, I love that. It's very New England. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm. I what I it. like. And okay. I like a New England IPA. So technically I should go move there. It's okay. my favourite thing. I would No, I really want to go to Maine. This is something I really want to do. Well, let's I go want to, to Maine. go to fucking Maine. Well, when we do our tour in America. It's a bit like Gilmore Girls, but spooky. Because everybody, like it's Gorge. a small town. It's just, you could, you could American definitely. American flags. Pumpkins everywhere. Flying in the breeze. Exactly, fucking. Trump thing. voters. Gorgeous. <laughs> Stunning. Stunning. Obsessed. Um, <laughs> John was someone I could always count on to make life interesting. Sure, John's adventures hadn't always gone perfectly, often resulting in both of us being grounded, but they had only brought us two closer together. And now that we're reuniting after our first year at, their separate, at our separate colleges, I know this next week is going to be a fun one. I was a bit disappointed when John suggested getting together at our ho old hometown, but that was before I'd heard the rest of his plan. The old trail at the edge of town had been abandoned over a decade ago due to a landslide that killed a group of hikers. But the trail, which had been mostly on rock, was rumoured to still be viable. <clears throat> at least that's what John said. And he is determined to hike it. There are stories of adventurous teens who plan to hike the trail and disappear. But I know how a small town like this is bound to create ghost stories just to pass the time. Even if the stories are true, I know there are a million ways dumb teens could get lost that don't involve vengeful spirits or sasquatches. Even better, maybe they'd fake their deaths just to escape this oppressive town. <laughs> don't, we don't want to go. I wish I'd thought of that one a few years back. The sound of a car pulling in brings me back to reality. I hear the same greeting I've heard a million times before. How's it going, dude? Shut mm. up. <clears throat> John, it's so great to see you again. Yeah, yeah, I know. Is all your gear packed? Do you need me to do an accent? I, up to you, babes. Is all your gear packed? No, no <laughs> that made me vom. <laughs> Is all your gear packed, lad? We're in Cork. <laughs> tree, 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 a ghost story. John asks, a hint of slyness in his smile. We both know what our parents would do if they found out what we're doing. Oh, hang on, aren't they in college? Sorry, and also I need to clarify, I thought this was her boyfriend, John. Actually, it's two... It's two blokes. Two blokes and they're like... doesn't actually suggest that, but it's like... And it's like, you know, hey, bro, let's go on the old yeah, trail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Exactly, I, like, Dude, yeah. where's my car? No, and they've just <clears> come <throat> out... Oh, okay. They still can't seem to wrap their heads around the fact that we're adults now. We can actually make our own decisions. So the new okay. children as kids and now they're made back as adults. Um, yep. So exactly, what is the plan for hiking this? I looked out at the brush hiding the old trail from the casual glance. You didn't say much about it over our texts. Well, it's pretty simple. We hike until evening and then set up camp. I did a bit of research and this trail used to be 10 miles out and back. We should try to walk all 10 miles today. Fucking hell. We should try to walk all 10 miles today to get to the lookout spot at the end and then we'll walk the 10 miles back tomorrow. 
Do we have enough food? I asked a bit worriedly. I didn't know if you were bringing the meals, so I only bought a day's worth of food. Relax, we'll be fine. It's a two-day trip, so we'll survive even if we have to miss a meal or two. So he's moving for us to walk and not eat. This sounds like a fucking horrible holiday. There are a couple of questions I still have, but I know John has thought of everything. He's, He's the more experienced one. Always the leader in our adventures, and he never likes it too much when I question that leadership. So I put on my backpack and I let John lead the way. The trail isn't as easy as John had confidently confidently assumed it was. It's evening now, and if I had to guess, I'd say we've gone about five miles. I wish we could use Google Maps to find out exactly where we are, but we lost cell service a long time ago. For the first few hours, there were frequent stops to figure out our way forward and plenty of bushwhacking, but we seem to be on the right path now. (laughs) Sorry, the the shit out of me, then. That was like... Bushwhacking is, funny, is a yeah. fucking great word. Is it? Is I it? Sorry, I didn't mean to swear. It's a great word. Is I don't it? have to say I the know, F word with it. We're really bad. For the, listen, we're all, we're we're each on journey. It's a really good word. It's a very nice, lovely word. <laughs> um, bushwhacking. Bushwhacking. Yeah, you're a bushwhacker. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the salon today. I'm gonna so I'm whack a bushwhack. your bush. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. If you work in a spa, I'm, all, I'm in for be... a pr- I'm in for a promise tonight. Yeah. So I'm going to have a bush whack. I'm going to say that forever now. I'm going to whack my own bush on the loo. <laughs> Think on. about Kenny. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, every time I've thought about that, every night at around two a.m. and it's just cringy. <laughs> Thank you for everything you did for teenage girls back in the day. And he was like, "You stop accusing me, Peter, please." Um, Okay, but we seem to be on the right path. Mm. Do you think it's time to stop now? I ask, my voice heavy with exhaustion. Ugh, we've been hiking a whole day and the most we've seen are a couple of squirrels. At least we proved all the rumours of ghosts wrong. Let's keep hiking until we find a good stopping they place. They don't have food. They don't have fucking food. Jeez. Uh, well, they have a bit. And they have, they'll have that trail mix shit. Oh, like, God. I, no, I've got dinner. Some nuts. <laughs> Yeah, the only good bit in that is the yogurt-covered raisin or the chocolate I raisin. I love that, mm. sir. Um, so we eventually find a clearing, set up our tents and have a meagre dinner from our supplies. Mm. Should we turn back tomorrow? I venture. I don't really want to hike on an empty stomach and if we run out of food... Oh, sorry. I don't really want to hike on an empty stomach if we run out of food. And my reservoir is half empty too. Don't be a wimp. Come on, you can't stop now. We haven't had any fun yet. I can tell we'll find something interesting tomorrow if we just keep going. Even if I did find something interesting on an empty stomach, I would be fucking raging. Mm. There is nothing that makes me rattier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ratty, rata. Heat and hunger. Fuck off. And hiking. And Heat, I- hunger and hiking. Heat the three H's. Mm. Fuck that. <laughs> um, the night passes uneventfully. I take a trip to the bathroom, resolving that I'll be more grateful next time I'm around running water. I've been on my fair share of hikes, but I've never camped in the backcountry overnight. At least I sleep better than I expected, given the sleeping conditions. Waking up to the sun streaming through the fabric of his tent. Oh, fuck. Hang on. That was completely weird. At least I sleep better than I'd expected, given the sleeping conditions. Waking up to the sun streaming through the fabric of my tent. I walk outside, asking with a yawn. (sighs) You up yet, John? Why am I doing these weird accents? What's the plan for breakfast? No response. Typical. John must still be tired after our long day yesterday. I walk back to my tent and start eating some of the trail mix left over. Mm, you were right. We fucking smashed that. Mm-hmm. Um, frowning at the bag's lightweight. Then I sit there playing the stupid mobile game I recently got on my phone to pass the long psych lectures. As I look at the battery, I grumble at my lack of foresight. I'd brought a charging cable, forgetting there's nowhere to plug it out here. At least half an hour has gone by by now. If John still wants to, ha- to ha- hike until the end, he'd better wake up soon. John, you up? This is getting ridiculous. I might as well unzip the tent, just to help wake John and get moving. 
John couldn't get annoyed at me for just unzipping it, right? I walk over, unzip it, to let the growing sunlight shine in and nothing. No John. This is bad. Where is he? What do I do? Stop. Breathe. I remember something I heard years ago from an overly eager Boy Scouts counsellor in the third grade. In any dangerous situation, the first thing to do is stop moving and evaluate your options. Mm-hmm. What are my options? <clears throat> John's supposed to be the experienced one, the one who can handle these situations. What would he do? I guess he would figure out why I'd left. Did John leave without me? No, none of his stuff's gone. Bathroom trip? No, I've been awake for 40 minutes without seeing him. I, listen, I, I'm just saying, if you've been out drinking lake water... Oh, you think he's taking a long... You might still be there, just break. making sure. And, you know and don't, also, don't they say, um, stay put? Like, if yeah, you're, you if you're lost in the wilderness... Oh, maybe. Don't go being like, oh, I just need to find my way back. If you're lost, stay where you are. That does sound like a very good idea. Sometimes this podcast is just educational more it's than anything. It's just educational. I mean, also, like, we know a lot more than we think we do, and it's... I think we're just so intelligent. Yeah, it's... it's but it's if incredible we go camping, <laughs> I hope you If we go camping, that. we're dead. And it yeah. doesn't even matter if it's on a campsite, <laughs> we'll still be fucking dead. <laughs> <clears throat> run down by a Winnebago. I think I think a camping trip would maybe be another Patreon uh, tier because That's I w- would very hate true. it. Um, okay. Um, did John leave without me? No, none of his stuff's gone. Bathroom trip? No, I've been away for 40 minutes without seeing him. Mauled by a wild animal? No, stop. Just don't think about that. Okay, what else? Maybe he went ahead to scout out the trail. Yeah, he would do that. And of course he wouldn't bother to tell me. Okay, now what do I do? I could wait here. But I don't think I can keep myself massive. <laughs> I don't think I can keep myself here a moment My longer. Massive, <laughs> I can get myself out to the prairie. Um, <laughs> now that I know I'm alone in these woods, I'll follow him. Yeah, then we can hike back here together. He's doing exactly what you said he shouldn't do. Error. He, I quickly put on my boots and set out, swallowing my fears. The forest seemed a different place now that I can't really rely on John to guide me. Behind the sun-dappled trees lies a darkness that my eyes can't pierce, behind which anything could lurk. A thousand alternate possibilities of what could have happened to John race through my mind, but I shake my head and resolutely ignore them. As long as I stick to the plan, as long as I just keep walking forward, the fears don't rise up in my throat to choke me. I'm beginning to wish I bought something more than just my boots. My phone is pretty much useless without cell service, but I still miss its reassuring weight in my pocket. I suddenly realised how untethered I am from everything. No one except John knows where I am, because even though I'm an adult now, my parents still would have tried to forbid me for this excursion. I'm alone, and I'm miles away from any civilization. If I don't find my way back... No, shake it off. Yeah, you're right. Keep moving forward, that's all I can do. At least the trail has finally gotten onto that rocky ridge John was talking about, so there's no more bushwhacking or guesswork. Uh, As I continue walking for what must be 20 minutes, I notice something is off. The forest feels different here. Subdued. Less alive. Mm. Finally, I figure out what's bothering me. It's dead silent. All I hear are my boots plodding onto the rocky surface. Service. Surface. Very good, Foley. No birds tweeting or squirrels rustling around in the branches. But why would all the animals just leave? The forest is just as lush and green here as it was a mile back. I'm sure there's food for them here. The only reason they would leave is if they were scared away. I halted my track, stunned by a suddenly obvious realisation. This is bear country. 
I look around wildly, but see nothing. Given the darkness only yards away from me in the forest, this is a paltry comfort. As I stand there, however, I finally hear something. It's as steady as a drumbeat, but it's more of a squelching sound. The sound, the noise of something hard-hitting, something soft, over and over. A lumbering bear? Maybe, although I doubt they walk so slowly. John? My heart beats faster with hope. I continue to walk, but more slowly and stealthily until I run around a bend and come to a boulder in the middle of the path. It's misshapen and rounded, sitting on its flat side, and underneath it lies uh, lies what looks like a pile of crushed twigs. As I walk closer, I look upon it more closely. Gorge rises in my throat. No, it can't be. Bones. A pile of shattered, dirty, yet recognisable bones. They look like they've been here for ages. I breathe a sigh of relief. At least they're not John's. But if, not, if they're not John's, who are they? I notice how much louder the sound has gotten as I crept up. It sounds like it's right behind the boulder now. But suddenly, as I crouch there, looking at the bones, it stops. The forest is once again deathly silent. Is John on the other side of that boulder right now? Or a bear? I creep around silently. Behind the boulder is a small clearing. A misshapen pile lies on the dirt. It's covered in dirty, tattered leather and speckled with tiny white stones. Then it stands up. John? From under the pile, John's face rises and looks at mine. No, 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 it's all wrong. His face, it's twisted, contorting as if it does not know how to move it. His eyes lock onto mine, eyelids twitching and winking randomly. He slowly leers and dirty with a dirty, bloodied mouth. This is not John. Finally, I tear my eyes away from its face and see what it's become. A creature stands before me, composed of twigs and leather. Except now I know what they truly are. Bones. A frame of bones covered in rotting skin. Those same white pebbles, pebbles form lines and sections wrapping around each limb and crossing his torso. As I slowly walk towards... us. Oh, as I slowly walk closer, for reasons I can't fathom, I see the white stones for what they are. Teeth. Oh. Teeth stitching together flaps of skin that hang off the emaciated body. Fear roots me to the ground. My breath races faster and faster, propelled by a million unspoken thoughts echoing through my mind and out of my mouth. I do nothing as it sl slowly shuffles towards me, its gait uncertain and rickety. When it is ten feet away, it stops. Its face once again spasms, but this time it reforms itself back into a visage. Mm. Is that right? Michelle visage. Into a Michelle visage that is hideously, uncannily almost human. Its eyes focus on me. What? What? What am I? Its voice rasps like metal scraping on asphalt. God. Nice to talk to human again. Bones. It's not been gone that long. No, Cow. well, here we go. Bones creak and teeth rattle as the abomination sways in the fickle breeze. Landslide! Friends! Killed! Tried to die! Body didn't let me! Rebuilt myself! More Icus came! Took! A glob of something brown falls from its mouth. Took what I needed! Out of my mouth escapes one simple horrifying question. What did you do with John? I needed a face. Why him? Why not me? <laughs> Muscles stretch in the creature's mouth, pulling cheeks into a grotesque imitation of a grin. Too ugly. <laughs> then oh. the thing shuffles away into the darkness of the woods. The, the sassy fucking monster. Oh, 
too ugly. <laughs> and I'd be like, I can't fucking believe that. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, thanks, dickhead. Cheers, you twat. You're, you're, a glob of something brown just fell out of your mouth. <laughs> You pig. Look in the mirror. Yeah, I'm, I've been on trail mix. I'll be thin as fuck by tomorrow. <laughs> Hang on. So John fucks off into the woods. This thing has grabbed his face. Yes. He was well, out just, yeah, years him. ago, yeah. died in a landslide. So those bones, the, the initial bones, when they're like, are oh, they really old? They are the hiker's dead body Oh, bones. so this hiker has been dead for so ages. So this ghost has now gone and taken John's. Oh, pretty so John. Like, Taking him all apart. And Mingin fucking narrator. Exactly. Oh, God. And Mingin narrator. Imagine being too Quasimo- ugly for Quasimodo a narrating monster. that story. <laughs> that is harsh. I know. God. Um, love it. Okay. Shall I do Creep of the Week? Go for it. Let's have a Creep of the Week. Do, do. Creep of the Week. Do, do. Creep of the Week. Creep of the Week. Creep of the Week. Do, do. Okay, um, so Hannah, the creep of the week this week, yes, please, comes from Laura. Oh, lovely. Hola, Laura. Laura. Okie dokie. Uh, hi there, just found your podcast and absolutely love it. I'd love to share my story with you to share with the world. Oh. This story happened when I was in my late teens, early 20s, and had moved into my parents' basement for some privacy. Totally get it. I'm gonna get into Wise this. Wise move. Yeah. We lived in the country. For context, the living room I had in the basement was directly under the living room upstairs that has steps down to it. To the left was the bedrooms, to the right was the kitchen and hallway, and the stairs that led to the side door and garage. Having lived in the basement for already a couple of years, I was very familiar with the footsteps I would hear from above. My mother always wore slippers, so she had a lighter sweeping step. I try to do Foley, but in white. Uh, a lighter sweeping step. I'd, I'd say, like, that was a bit bigger. That's it, that's it. There we go. Still had some weight to it, and my father's was much faster and heavier. Oh, Jesus Christ. You ended up paying for Spotify's microphone. Sorry. I had a sister that was in a wheelchair and couldn't walk or talk and needed full care. My father was a tow truck driver and would often come home for dinner with us but then go out again on a call and my mother would go with him for company and safety and I would stay at home to watch my sister. This night I was sitting in my living room in the basement and I could hear the shuffling of my mother's steps down the hallway to my sister's room to check on her. Back down the hallway into the living room and then sitting on the couch. I heard her switch the TV on and it was playing at a regular volume. I then heard my father's footsteps from the kitchen to the bedroom, all the way across the house. I had two cats at the time that often spent time with me in the basement and one of them started acting strangely, walking to the corner of the basement and then jumping on top of my desk, looking directly at the corner of the ceiling to where my parents' bedroom would be above. Just where my father's footsteps stopped, My cat flicked his tail back and forth, staring at the ceiling unmoving, which really started to creep me out. I suddenly had an uneasy feeling that I was alone, but not alone all at the same time. I decided to call my dad's cell phone, which I expected to hear ringing in his room just above where my cat was seated so I could ask them if everything was all right upstairs. The phone began ringing, but I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it upstairs. Then my mother picked up and I could tell she was in the truck with my father. I asked her if my dad was upstairs right now and she said no, they'd left an hour ago on tow. 
and they would likely be an hour before they got home again. My stomach dropped and I felt icy tingling all over my body. They must have called down to me, letting me know they were leaving and I didn't hear them with the TV on and I was focused on my studies. I told them what I'd heard and they said to stay in the basement and they would come home as soon as they could. About 30 minutes later, my father stormed into the house and I could hear his footsteps checking every single room, starting with my sister's all the way down to his bedroom and every closet. And no one was there. Oh my, that's very good. That's very good. Thank that's you for that, Laura. Laura. She, I feel sorry for the sister. I know, Jesus Christ. Because uh, I'm assuming was she was the sister down with her in the basement or alone with all the, the scary goings on. I'm not sure. <gasps> oh my that is God. Very scary. That was very good. Oh, Thank ooh. you, Laura. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for sharing us. That was Excellent day. So, um, do you have a game? We should. Do you have one for me? Oh, do you want me to go do yeah. first? Okay, right. Oh, this is very exciting for me. Um, this is the uh, section we get haunted. So you don't have so to. So you don't have to. I'm very excited, Susie, because I've I've started, I've gone into a foray of, uh, I've entered witchcraft era. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm, that is, I'm so mystical um, these days. What I need you to do first, because you, you have to be hydrated for this. Oh, yeah. Um, and I have to make sure. No, I want, this is your bottle of water. Is oh, your, is it? Yeah, Do you get buy it for me specially? For you specially. So I haven't. What have you done to no, it? Nothing. I've just nothing. I swear to you. I've just. I am going to do something to you, but you're going to watch me do it. So you'll know. This is just water. I say you need to be hydrated, and you do. It's very important. But I also need you to get rid of some of it because I need it uh, to be hard, kind of like a quarter empty. So if you could just absolutely neck that now, that'd be great. Um, now I've yeah I've entered into my witchcraft era, uh, and I'm I'm going to dabble in some spells. <laughs> Today, we're going to do a spell. I've got a few this is really good water, that actually. I wanted. One of them's a love potion. We're going to try that out on you Ooh, at some point because, okay. you know, you're on that journey now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, ideally what happens is I give you a love potion. We do the spell. It works. You fall in love with Peter Baisley and we all live happily ever after. <laughs> I already love Peter Baisley. I know, but so I want can't... you to romantically fall in love with him. No, because I couldn't do that. I think you could. Um, Everyone the right, with the right spell. Everyone's great, isn't it? And you know, see, I treat you. That is some I treat Swiss you well. fucking sorcery, that. Okay, there's a few elements to this. No, no, hang on. Is it Swiss? Ow. I just need to fell It's on some mountains, France, isn't it? France. France! France! <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you know what? I'm not ratty at all now. No, I've really Bit of cheered up. and I'm happy. Just, do you want the Evian back? That's fine. Yeah, I need that back okay. for now. Thank you. In my uh, in my tote bag, full of all my mm, I'm intrigued. All my okay, so we're gonna do a sleep spell, and it is supposed to it's, sleep gonna, spell. Yeah, you're gonna be asleep hmm, uh, okay. for this. I'm, I want more. I'm gonna do the love potion. I'm gonna do all that, but I wanna I wanna test it on something that's not gonna you know really affect your life first. Because I listen, I have a feeling mm. that I'm gonna be incredibly good at this. I think you will. Like, ooh, I'm excited yeah, to do love potion. I think, yeah, we're gonna. But Come this, on, is, then. this is gonna be a whole journey for us. We're gonna be doing loads of love potions. Yeah. Scrap Hinge and um, Tinder, guys. Scrap Hinge We're going to have a new love potion for the Huns. Love it. Okay. So let me get up my thing. Okay. 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 By the way, can I just quickly read out something that... Um, someone called Nick uh, wrote on Instagram. Yes. Um, they said, last night, Hannah was in my dream. She was bringing me some meat, exclamation mark. 
Mystery meat. What? I asked her if she'd like to go and have a mooch around one of our haunted pubs in town. She seemed a bit bored, but you agreed. Oh, that sounds very much... I'm Lol. sorry. So I took her there and she gave the landlord my meat for a look around. So rude. He said it's been pretty quiet lately, but he really, the ghost, doesn't like holy people coming here. When I turned around, she was dressed in this high priestess, in brackets, Moira Rose-like outfit. Oh, I know exactly which one he's talking about. So he threw us out of the pub. <laughs> That's the end of the message. Oh. I, you know what? I love a little random a message like that you've been oh. dreamt about and also I don't That's know so what um, Nick means by Moira Rose what's that you, I mean, hang on have you never watched Shit's Creek oh I have watched like a few episodes but I never got into <gasps> Susie. it Susie but I did really enjoy it Susie you have to do that it's Is Moira the, the best the, the, the mom yeah the, I fucking love her she's a, oh she's just an icon she's an okay so anyway, let's move on let's well yes you do need to watch Susie thank you very much for sending that in I will um, bless all of it. your dreams priests you and me <laughs> well anyway so yeah I think I'm going to be really good at this this is witchcraft is something now I'm going to be taking incredibly okay seriously. yeah yeah um, can't wait but however mm. uh Potions and sleep spells do require certain things. And to be honest, I'm in central London. (laughs) I'm in central London and I don't have access to a lot of different things. I just had the corner shop. Uh, to go to today. So This is all sounding a bit parsley. Yes. Oh, it's <laughs> far worse than that. It's a lot more vague. But you know what? Listen, the power of It feels spells. like you're going to, like, something you found at the back of a truck or something. Exactly. Something you nicked from... No, it's all clean. It's all, it's all you know, fine to be consumed. Um, so first of all, we did uh, require some citrus. Uh, okay. I thought I was going to find in the shop a lemon. Also, I could just squeeze some lemon into your water, make it really you yeah. know, fresh. But actually, all I did find was extra strong uh, honey and lemon lockets. Oh. Um, but that's fine. You're not putting them in the water, I am. Are you? Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, it's a potion. This is going to be Susie. minging. It's nice. Oh, honey and lemon's fine. Hang on. Okay, so now we've got this. It's got. I think this is just enough. I'm going to pop that in there. <laughs> Do you want the one? How this is like a really like pissed up cooking show. <laughs> and then you put the locket. No, there you go. In the water. Well, there we go. Straight mm. to the bottom. Okay. It's like a barocca that doesn't um, bubble. The next thing is uh, the next thing is we needed um, we needed lavender. Uh, okay. And I was after some purple violets actually from the shop, but I couldn't find any. So uh, we've got cherry drops. Okay. <laughs> but I also really like cherry drops, so I didn't mind spending my money on them. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, so we're going to have a cherry drop in there as yeah. well. We're going to shake it around in a minute and do the, you know, don't you? Ooh. Is that okay. nice? Yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm, the other thing. As long as it's not something really, mi- don't put salt in it. No, that. I'm not putting anything minging in that. Okay. But what I, I actually have changed things to make it a little bit more palatable. Okay. Because they said. Uh, this is your personal love potion, so you could do no, what you No, this want. is a sleep potion. My love potion will. My love potion is going to be perfect. Oh, right. Exactly okay. as it says on the tin um, they said something like twigs or something from the earth and I thought that's a bit mm. hard so instead I've gone for sesame snaps because nuts <laughs> what did you mean it's nuts in it <laughs> no, it's, it's, a seed. Nuts. it's a seed it's a seed from the ground um. so better than twigs uh. I, I didn't put I, I could go get you a twig if you'd rather have a twig well you could have put twiglets in uh, they don't actually contain anything any twigs twi- any twiggy uh, so we're going to put some that in scam Right. Okay, no, don't put any more. That's I'm fine. Put a whole one in. What? Oh no! Yeah, whole one, whole one. It has to be a whole one. That's what it said. 
in the thing. This is going to be quite nice, I think. Oh my god, this is absolute carnage. I mean, what is <laughs> what is wrong with? Oh god, that looks amazing. Need to clean that up. I'm going to clean it up now. Hang on. Wait there. Wait there. Let me clean up first. Oh my god, this is absolute. This hell is my man. practice. This so is this is going to what? Send me to sleep? You're going to go. You're just going to fucking. You're just going to drop dead. I don't want to drop. Okay, that's not a no, spell I can point to. <laughs> no, you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna go to sleep. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. I've also bought. I'm feeling a bit perky your, though. I'm not sure I will. I've also bought your pendulum with me, um, because I need it as like a bit of a hypnotist right. thing, and it is your. It's my pendulum, pendulum my personal. Pend. Only ever been cleansed once. Personal um, pen. We need to take that off. Okay. Alive. So I've, okay. So, okay, where's my lid? Right, we're going to mm -hmm. shake this up. That looks absolutely That's revolting. Stunning. I'm seeing bits of sesame yeah, snap of float to the sesame top. Snap. This is going to taste nice. Oh, God. You I Please don't shake it loads. That is disgusting. No, that looks great. Okay. Jesus, the things I do for this pod. No, you don't. it's shaken. Don't worry. It's shaken. Please stop. Stop it. Stop it. You've got an impish look on your face Content. and I don't trust okay, it. Okay, right. That's yours. You're welcome. Okay. I reckon you're going to taste this. You're going to be like, that's fucking lovely. Okay. If you want me to, I'll have a taste of it afterwards. So what do I do? Okay, we don't have a candle. So that is, we're not allowed a candle in here, which is very annoying. Okay. I'm going to read this out. I'm going to read this out twice. You need to drink it. You need to have three sips. Now? Yeah, okay. three sips. Oh, that tastes fucking gross. That's Does like it? cherry. Yeah, I love cherry. Oh, look at those sesame seeds. That's disgusting. Ah! That is absolutely But disgusting. would you rather be working in an office? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So now I'm gonna what? do I'm gonna I'm gonna do this here. Focus on the focus on the pendulum. Focus on the pendulum. I'm gonna read this. Close your eyes. I'm gonna read this out. So I can't times. so I'm Oh I'm, yeah, fuck. <laughs> How does that work then? Okay, keep it. Just focus on it. Yeah, just focus on it. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. By this candle that we don't have, you do sleep, hidden from the day in the night so deep. That's quite aggressive pendulum swinging actually. Yeah, it's it? making my eyes go funny. Can I just shut my eyes? Uh, yeah, fuck okay, it. Yeah, oh, Lady Moon. Guide my dreams. Lady Moon. Cover me with your beautiful beams mm. as the candle flame dies. I close my eyes. Allow me to wake in the warmth of the sun. But one more time. By this candle I do sleep, hidden from the day in the night so deep. O oh, Lady Moon, guide my dreams, cover me with your beautiful beams. As the candle flame dies, please close your eyes, allow you to wake in the warmth of the sun. I think I'm reading it by me and saying my, and I mean you, so I'm going to do it again. By this candle mm. you do sleep, mm. hidden from the day in the night so deep. O oh, Lady Moon, guide Susie's dreams, cover her with your beautiful beams as the candle flame dies please close her eyes allow her to wake in the warmth of the sun you said it quite creepily oh, how, how are you feeling you feeling tired at all i am actually yeah 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 i feel a bit Ooh. oh shit it's working mm. that's a horrible noise do you think like open your eyes do you feel a bit like actually like you could have had a nap oh my god is it 2025 no, stop yet it. yeah Oh you've been a, you've been dead for two years. <laughs> Do you feel like that? Yeah, I think that works. Fuck, I can't believe it. Yeah. Very All right, let me have a taste you. of it then, because I am intrigued. Ready? 
Oh my God, you're like Spider-Man. I'm a witch. Yeah, you are a witch. So what happens now? Um, well, nothing. But if you're ever struggling to sleep, you can use that and you just you need more time. But I just wanted to see if you felt sleepy. Really. So where's the love potion that you promised I'm, me? No, I'm going to do that next week. Oh. I wanted to practice. Oh, I see. Okay, well, I love that. Um, Sorry, not next week. That is fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, I want to vom. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, I saw that being a lot more... T- Cherry, sesame, never... Don't try that at home, guys. Um, um, thank so, you so much for joining Thank you for us. listening. And we will see you next week for episode